Welcome to Dynamics of Dialogue, your one-stop shop for peace and love on the airwaves, a safe space for people of color and our allies. Join us every week as we have real dialogue with people going through real life. Your dynamic, your dialogue. Come get some. Welcome to Dynamics of Dialogue, and this is your host, Ty Davis, and I am here today in the studio with El Lachey Farmer, who is our resident brand expert and culturalist. Welcome. <laughs> and also with Adria Kitchens, um, who is our uh, feminine power life coach specialist, and I, I'm, I'm actually calling you a money manager, too, because I know that's what you do by trade. Hi. And I know you're doing that right now a lot in a lot of different ways. So, yes, thank you so much for joining today. Now, today's topic, we're talking about unlocking your growth potential. Um, I think that um, these two uh, women right here have actually been very instrumental in my own growth process in unlocking my potential, particularly as it relates to my business, i.e. this very podcast, right? Um, so I wanted to bring you guys on to share some of this magic that you have and, you know, how did you get to this place where you had this aha moment that said to you, <clears throat> excuse me, that said to you, okay, I need to change, you know, right? Because there was a catalyst that started this whole, your, your, your business and your business, right? So what was the, the aha moment for you where you kind of became unstuck and realize that you could really, you know, go far and do what you're doing in your business. You want to go first, Adrian? Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> you know, we were talking before, like, I've had lots of aha moments. <laughs> I wish I could name just one. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, when I think about just the path I'm on now, it was really, I couldn't go any further with where I was. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, I was in this space of, um, I hadn't really dealt with a lot of, my own past trauma, mm -hmm. and um, I lost everything financially because I was in real estate at the time. Oh boy, <laughs> okay, okay. And um, I found this beautiful um, program called mm -hmm. Feminine Power, mm -hmm. and it was, the, it was the one program that helped me uh, really recognize all those inner beliefs that I was holding on to. Like I could sense this potential in me, but of course I felt beaten down, <laughs> beaten down at this point. Um, but this program was the one that helped me start to name what those were. And then mm. I could really see, I could finally see like the bridge to, it. I didn't know how I was gonna get there or how long it was gonna take, mm -hmm. but I started to see the bridge to a path that I could really reach my full potential. And that was probably, probably the biggest aha moment for me because when I look back now that's when I when I really just reflect on where I was and where I am now this is like getting to the it's not the end but it's like a big huge <laughs> a big huge um I don't know I'm really on top of the mountain right now <laughs> in terms of what I do right yes. right right so for you the thing that kind of really opened it up was uh, being able to name what some of these blocks were to to really become present and realize, okay, this is what's happening and I can stop. So one of the things you said also is that um, after you were able to name these blocks, 
that you were able to actually see your path to your full potential? Um, and what did that look like for you when you were actually, when you actually realized, oh wow, like I could do it this way, or it really wasn't as hard as I thought it was? Well, um, let me say it this way because I don't want people to think like you can just name them all and then you just <laughs> right, right. No, it's not a, like a magic <laughs> bean. Like a magic bean. <laughs> Because really, it is, it's like a process, right? It's like every step of the way, new beliefs come up based mm -hmm. on where you are. Mm -hmm. So those were my, my first ones were really facing my own past trauma and, and healing myself. And then the next ones were um, whatever those beliefs were that were keeping me from, like, the, like this glass ceiling that was keeping me from making myself visible, really doing all that, you know, having the confidence to really step out and do the things that I knew I could do to help people. And um, and when I talk about seeing my path, I don't know if I actually saw the path, I was just on the path. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. What I think, because what I think happens is when you, when you can sense the potential, it can be really painful. Mm -hmm. When you don't like see any, any way to it. Right. You're like, obviously where I am now, I cannot reach that. Mm -hmm. And what I began to see when I was able to start naming these like invisible things in my own mm -hmm. life was that there was a path that I could be on the path and that was okay for me to just keep walking, take the next step. Wow. Whatever the next step is. Right. And, and because you were already doing it. You were already in motion. You had already begun to re heal yourself and release yourself from the things that were blocking you with confidence. And you were already on the journey by the time you realized it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, that almost does sound like a magic bean, <laughs> right? <laughs> so what about you, Lachey? things and you mm. do nursing things and you go get a real job so mm. um, I had always been into poetry and writing and you know you can't make money with that right so um, I started working with a few people in the neighborhood that were well from the city not necessarily neighborhood they were great artists recording artists they needed administrative assistance I'm like oh yeah I go ahead I'll file some paperwork for you I'll do all this yeah so mm. in that process I learned that there was another way. There's a completely different side of the economy mm -hmm. that makes more money than what I, my cap that I'm told I can make here. So the more I'm working hard with that, I'm realizing that I'm going way too hard for other people. And I'm totally neglecting what I'm really here to do. So I picked up all these skills that weren't what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And just because I was good at it, I found myself doing it. Oh. So, yeah, once I developed these skills, I realized I was a business. I was a walking business. No matter where I am in this country, I should be able to collect some type of income. I don't have to be stuck in one location the same shift every day. I don't have to do that. I need to figure out how what my favorite skills are, enterprise those, and make the money the best way I can. The aha moment for me was when I had my daughter. Okay. Um, everything shifts in. I was a single mom, and I was told what my caps were. Well, you have this child now. You have this baby. Everything's going to be different. You can't travel all over the country like you used to. You can't go to all those rap concerts. You have a daughter at home. So those were my caps. And it wasn't until I did – actually, I met you, Adrian. I did the Appreciative Inquiry Training, mm -hmm. a cultural competency weekend, and – I did a lot of self-reflection that weekend, and I always checked myself, but it was just something about the few weeks prior to that training. It was just a different 
reflection. It was really me holding myself accountable for the times I told myself no. Mm -hmm. The times I, I told myself I couldn't do it. Because nobody else was really stopping me from doing it. I just was allowing these no's to come into the conversation. Right. So once I let go of those no's, um, I had probably three or four epiphanies about my business just in those three days. I was like, okay, this, this is my path, this is my path. And that's what cleared me to do even more healing, to dig even deeper, to dig into where did those beliefs come from? This is generational. Like you've been hearing this all your life and it's not just for you. So one thing that I'm hearing from both of you is that the blocks that were kind of having you stuck in your personal lives had a lot to do with needing to heal. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And Absolutely. and once you got over that, then you you started getting the focus in the business. It's self-inflicted pain in a lot of situations. So you're really not as hurt as you think you are, and you're really not as blocked as you think you are. It's all those beliefs that you hold on to personally. Because yes. that's what we do. We hold mm -hmm. it. We, we believe things that are completely not true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> based on our past experience, based on generational beliefs that keep getting passed down, you can't do this because you have a dog. You can't all these things, and we have to be the ones to say, okay, wait a minute, <laughs> why am I believing this? Right. Is it true that I cannot do all these things? Is it true that you can't travel with your daughter? Uh, that's how I travel. You know, <laughs> exactly. I, I figured out how. She's a part of you. Yeah, I went to YouTube, and I was like, let me see if there are any other moms in the entire world traveling with their children. Let right. Let how right. they're doing it. I right. remember I when, when after Lonnie was born, I sent her a... Um, um, uh, 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 ad. I saw there's a product, and some genius, probably a woman, came out with this <laughs> luggage that you can ride on. And I sent it to her because I'm like, oh yeah, I can see you and Lonnie in the airport with that right now. There you go. Yeah. yeah. She she understands airport etiquette. Yes. She have to, she's trained. Right. She and, understands. And it doesn't, but it do, and it doesn't have to be a barrier. It doesn't no. have to be a barrier right. at all. You think it's a barrier? It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. It really exactly. will stop you if you believe it does. Yeah, exactly. yeah, sometimes. And so what about the internal dialogue? Because I could imagine, um, right, because we've all been through this experience of having this kind of transformation. So when you recognize that you have this internal dialogue, I mean, I know you've made the shift, but I'm sure um, you just, that internal voice just doesn't go away, right? Mm -hmm. it, at some point, it's oh, going to yeah. come back and say, you know, you're, this is impo you're an imposter. What are you doing? You're it doing doesn't this. go away. It's, yeah. it's not, and I don't know if it's about it going away mm -hmm. as much as it's about you accepting it's going to come up mm -hmm. and knowing that you can navigate through it and say, okay, well, I see there you believe that. Mm -hmm. And yet this is what we're going, you know, it's okay. We're going to do this. <laughs> that's, that's what yeah. helps me. I, yes. instead of, I know, I know the fire's coming. Yes. I just need to kind of navigate it. Yes. And that's actually my favorite word yes. to use. Ty hears me use that a lot. Yes. I say navigate. Anytime yes. there's an issue, you know what? Let's figure out how to yes. navigate this. It will come up again. So if we have this contingency, we'll be fine. Mm. Exactly. Mm. It's flowing. Right. Because we, you know, most of my life I spent like resisting. Mm -hmm. And when I finally realized, oh, if I just flow with it and stop resisting, like Coco. <laughs> <laughs> We flow, and it, you know, yes. it makes a huge difference. That, that to me, is what the navigation is all about. Yeah, so and I'll just give everybody, uh, the listeners out there in official D&D land, uh, what's up. So Coco is my dog, and she likes to talk as soon as we start recording uh, the <laughs> podcast. She'll sit here perfectly quiet, and once 
uh, we hit the record button, that red button goes, and next thing you know, um, she's talking and making her presence known. Yeah. So, yes, and, and so part of that acceptance, right, is just, you know, lean into it, make her a part of the show. So I bet you if I told her to say hello, she wouldn't say anything right now. So don't let Ty fool you. Coco is the one who greets you at the Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, she is sort of like the concierge, so I guess she'd like to be, you know, in the introduction, at least in one part of the show. There you go. Right, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so, you know, but it, it's true, and, and that's just another great example, right, because that's how it opened up for me was, again, meeting Adria and... <laughs> Um, and and, and uh, participating in her life coaching uh, process that um, I began to realize how much of I told myself no, like you said, Lachey. Um, I told myself no a lot. So I know that you all work with people, right? Well, we all, all three of us do. We're working with other entrepreneurs regularly. And for you as, as a brand expert, um, Lachey, how, how, really for both of you, I'm going to pose the question, how have you noticed um, people's personal blocks uh, prevent them, you, you know, from really succeeding in business, from launching where they want to be? Well, um, I noticed when I deal with entrepreneurs, uh, one of the biggest blocks is funding. They um, believe funding is what's stopping them from executing their plans, when the reality is the plan that's stopping them from getting the funding. It's completely the other way around. Mm -hmm. And it's very, it's very hard to explain that to a struggling entrepreneur who's looking at the money coming in. So the, say that again. The plan is stopping them yeah, from the getting... The plan is what's stopping you from getting This the woman is very wise. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's why I wanted to say that again. She is very wise. That's right. It's the plan. So it's let's, really the plan. So let's like, talk about yes, the plan. Yes. If we really can sit down with you and get to the core of your purpose, your goals, the things you, want, you really love to do, the things you will wake up, that no one has to force you to do every day. Mm -hmm. And we can figure out what those skills are and attach a few dollars to it that will help you eat and live. We might have a business here. So mm -hmm. with funding being one of the blocks, um, it's also very difficult to explain to a struggling entrepreneur that you need to focus on you. You are focused on other things other than your business. You really are not as focused on... You're not here 24-7 like you think you are. You're really here 20 hours a week, and you're somewhere else most of the time. So it's kind of hard to get people to hold themselves accountable for how they treat themselves. Right. And so, you know, and uh, let me um, bring this a little bit home for you, because just to use myself as an example, you know, in the beginning when I first started working with Lachey as a brand uh, expert, she asked me some questions you know, sent me a form and asked me some questions that kind of made me think about my business. And what that does for you is it makes you intentional about what you're doing. And so it take once I be the more I found that the more intentional I came became about my business goals, about what I want to accomplish with this community, um, then all of a sudden the you know, my willingness to maybe negotiate things that I would not compromise areas that's not really in my best interest, that's eliminated. Absolutely. You know, it, it, it makes the 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 focus of what I'm doing so much more crystal clear. And if you just think about it, it just makes sense, right? If you put the intention into what you're doing and you material make it materialize the clarity of what you want to do then you have a better chance of a, of a, of a better outcome of being successful mm -hmm. right well i like what she said because 
what if we don't put ourselves first? Yeah. <laughs> we are fo- we think we're focusing on our business and we're doing all these other things, going here, doing all this stuff during the week. Mm-hmm. When if if I was at a regular job, I would be sitting down doing my job, mm-hmm. nine to five, whatever those hours are. And I have to treat my business the same way. Right. Right. Especially when you work from home. I work from home. I'm like, I sit at my desk. And my friends used to laugh at me because I would get up in the morning. I go get dressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I go sit at my desk because I can't, like, mm-hmm. my mindset it helped my mindset to say, oh, no, I'm working, mm-hmm. as opposed to Adri's just at home. Because on the weekends, I might sit in my pajamas. Mm-hmm. But that tells me I'm off work. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I might still work, but, you know, I'm relaxed. There's Go nothing ahead. wrong with you showing up to look good for yourself at work. Right. Why should Thank you not you. look good? You're going Thank to you. work. Right. Thank you know, you. that is important. I'm yes. glad you do that. And I wish yes. more people did. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. That is so important. Mm-hmm. So let me just ask you all this. Um, so if you were to to offer something to um, a, a person, a creative or an entrepreneur that's struggling, I guess they're all really the same thing. You know, if they're struggling, you know, what, what it, it seems like we've talked about it like it's really easy, but that's because we've all been through this process and it's not, it's not an easy process. But, you know, if somebody wanted to, you know, to, to make this kind of change, how would they get started? What would they do? You know, I want to piggyback off what um, Latrice talked about, this finding what you want to do, you mm-hmm. would do it regardless of whether someone was paying you. Because we're mm-hmm. all good, in all honesty, we're all good at a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm good at a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> where is the place where I am excellent and I am unique? Mm-hmm. Like, nobody else can do what I do. Mm-hmm. And I, that, that's the place that I'm here. To, those are the people and that's the place where I'm here to serve. And it's not as if there's competition because it doesn't matter because no one else is here to do what I'm here to do. No one else is here to do what Latrice is here to do or what you're here to do. But it is finding that if we can find that place that, you know, um, my mentor Claire in Feminine Power, she always talks like your zone of greatness. That is your zone (laughs) Mm -hmm. where all those things come together, things I would do for free, the things that other people are like this unique hidden thing that you don't you can't name, but other people can name it for you. And that's the space where you need to find, because that's the place where you're going to find the, the biggest, um, the most leverage, let me change the word, the me- most leverage to really push off of, which is, I think, what you were mm-hmm. speaking to, because that's your leverage, because oh, yeah, you're going to do it anyway, and absolutely. you're going to put your all into that one. <laughs> I like what Adrian said about, I just can't get over it. She said, I got dressed and showed up to sit at my desk in my house, mm-hmm. and that is important. Because you would literally get dressed at 6 a.m. You will drive in the snow if you're from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. You will show up pretty with your makeup on. And you will sit and work for somebody else. But you cannot dedicate that type of care right. to your own occupation. Like, you created this. You built this from the ground up. Care. <clears throat> yeah. It's care. It's okay. I'm not going to lie. There's times I'm like, no, no, not today, not today. Mm-hmm. But if I'm getting on a video chat, I'm not looking like that. Oh, no. I'm going to pull it together. <laughs> exactly. Yes, all the way. It's going to exactly. make it, like, even, even mm-hmm. times we'll have discussions like, hey, are we, um, are we doing video? Uh, yeah. Or is this <laughs> right. just audio? Because it's important. <laughs> it is. Show yeah. up for you. And sometimes it's important just to do, especially when you are struggling new entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't do that every time now, mm-hmm. I, but I do get up and get dressed every mm-hmm. morning. I'm not in my pajamas. I might not have the makeup on, mm-hmm. but I used to do that every day, like clockwork. I had to, because mm-hmm. for me, that's the only way my brain would, would say Adria's at work. And that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Making yourself important. Yeah. Um, because, again, I think what it's about tapping into um, who you are. I think part of the reason why healing first helps 
is like you said, it helps you connect with your confidence. It helps you connect with your abilities. Um, and for me, it helped me kind of do the same thing, you know, and once I did that, that's exactly how I decided to put this community together because it made sense, right? If I'm going to do something for a business, why not let it be something that I love so it doesn't feel like a chore? Exactly. Yeah. I think healing's the biggest part because I think we downplay that, but mm -hmm. really that, that mastering your own psychology and energy is what actually allows you to go out and do what it is you're called to do. Because if I believe I'm a failure and I act out that I'm a failure, I am not going to go do the things <laughs> that I need to do every day for my business. Mm -hmm. I'm just not because I don't believe I can do it. You know, and it's also about where you put your energy because I found that as I got further in this healing process, I am now very I'm adamant about how my energy is spent. Mm -hmm. Because now I realize I, when I get into a creative zone and I tap into that confidence and I'm discovered something new and I'm putting together something new for the hangout um, if there's some other distraction that comes up that's in a different space a lower vibration it'll stop me from doing what I'm doing it'll take my focus away most importantly the creative energy and mm -hmm. you can I, the creative energy never materializes the same ever for me at least right it, it so once that piece is gone it's gone so now I'm more protective of my energy so now when I'm ready to do something and I'm I've set my intention my energy is here whatever else comes up um, that integrity to self now because I'm healed well not all the way I know I feel like I sound like you know <laughs> it's a journey yeah yeah but you know now because I've done that now that lets me set that boundary to say no I'm not going to give this attention until I'm completed manifesting this little piece of work right here and that boundary is important that form you discussed that's why I created that's right it was a boundary for my time mm -hmm. I was dealing with a lot of entrepreneurs that had no intention mm -hmm. they had no intention but I was letting them into my space mm -hmm. you know, I was letting them I was giving them my time some of mm -hmm. them I'm investing my own money into seeing you grow, mm -hmm. and you have no intention. So here's the form, fill it out, thank you. <laughs> and, what and what does that form do for you? Well, what the form does for me is helps me figure out who you are and what your, helps me figure out your narrative. What are you wanting to tell, what is your story so that I can communicate that story to the people you need to communicate it to? Yeah. If you don't know your story, it is extremely difficult for me to help you write it out. So the form is designed to make outline you do, make your you do your own work. Make you do your own work, <laughs> outline what your goals are, and then I, after I can, I can see that, and hey, you know, maybe I can help you, or maybe I'm not the person for you. Yeah. Either way, neither one of us is wasting our time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it seems like part of where that challenge is, you said if, if people don't know their story, then it's difficult for you to retell it, right, in the but form of a not, bio. It's not that hard for you to tell it. It's just hard for you for people to tell their own story mm -hmm. because you're looking at it from a driver's seat, yeah. not a passenger or a viewer. Mm -hmm. You're looking at it from the driver's seat, so it doesn't look the way you think it does. So yeah. what I don't even like when I when I I don't transcribe the story. I have someone else listening, mm -hmm. and That's you're beautiful. you're giving your narrative. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you what to say. I'm asking you questions. You're mm -hmm. telling me what you want me to tell you. Mm -hmm. This is what it sounds like. If you don't like the narrative, let's change it. Right. Let's figure out what part of this narrative counts and which one we want to stop saying about ourselves. 
It seems like, um, but you struck on something when you talked about how the perspective that they're telling it from, mm -hmm. from the driver's seat. And that really comes from um, not being connected with your inner self, not having the ability to go inward and be introspective, mm -hmm. to look at and connect with what your deeper desires really are. And understand this form is about the company, the brand. Mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. about brand. It's, not, it's not a personal right. form at all. It's what, what, are, what are our goals here with this entity. Mm -hmm. It's not about you, but it's about, let's. But I also, she talked about having this other person mm -hmm. transcribe the, the mm -hmm. narrative. Because it's important to have other people. Yes. I think it's so important to have other people tell you the things they see in you and your story, whether it's your brand for your company. Because you're not going to see it. You're too mm -hmm. close to it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Other people can see the things that sometimes you don't see. But we are, I think, often scared of what other people are going to say mm. instead of just allowing them to say it and... And just taking it in, not taking it personally. This is mm -hmm. just what they see because we never know what they're going to say. Right. That's how, I mean, I found out so many things about myself <laughs> just mm -hmm. by listening, just by allowing someone else to say, what do you think about me? I had this little leadership assessment that Deetra mm -hmm. gave us. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I filled it out and it said I was like an affirmer. I cannot remember the name of the little thing. But I, let, I asked my friends and other people. To fill it out. And then I found out, like, with men, I show up completely differently mm -hmm. than I'm showing up with women. So with women, mm -hmm. I show up really affirming. With men, I show up very assertive, mm -hmm. which is okay, but it's not okay if I'm trying to be in a relationship with a man. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, it's okay, you know, it. it's okay mm -hmm. to be assertive. I'm just saying that, you know, I'm trying to be in a relationship. Do I really want to show up affirming or assertive? <laughs> right, right. It's how you like, want it to really, right. Right, right. so the, it's the same mm -hmm. thing with your business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you need to let other people, allow other people to give you feedback mm -hmm. and let's not be afraid of it. Yes. Right, it's okay. Right, because I think part of it is the, um, when you talked about being, um, there was just, I wanted to dial back to one part you said about God is going to, it's just going to escape me. But it was, it, it, the point I wanted to make was about being back to being connected to yourself. Uh -huh. yeah. So it's like, if you're not, if you are um, afraid of the negative aspects of yourself, then it's hard to hear. If you're at war with the negative aspects of yourself, it's hard to hear that. And sometimes in that place where some of those negative things are, are the places where you need to grow. So if you don't hear there it, you go. you're missing. Really, it's an opportunity. <laughs> it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. I like that you use the word war. Yeah. yeah. I like that word. Yeah. That's really, it's like you hear this and then you're fighting. And it's like, well, you know, this is, no, this is who you are. Yeah. Thank you. This is who you are. This is what we're talking about, the flowing, the right. navigating. Flowing. It's yeah. just who you are. Just accept it. Say, okay. Yeah. It's part of who I am. Mm -hmm. How do we work with this? How do you work <laughs> with it, you know? And, and how do you make it work for you? I know for me, you know, overthinking. You know, it's a, it's a byproduct of my past experiences, right? So it's just so much a part of me. I have to, it, you know, I can control it sometimes, but I have to figure out how to make it work. How do I make it work? I create a platform that is thrives off of my overthinking. overthinking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. And then I get to, and it, because I get to, you know, exercise so many different avenues of opportunity mm -hmm through this community, then it's a way to use it as a strength. Well, you created a space for that analytic person. Yeah. yeah. They needed a space. Yeah. You created a space. I think it's a great space. Through accepting. Thank you. Exactly. All through yeah. acceptance. Part of acceptance. Um, I put together this form. Of course, I, I put together this form for other people, but I was like, how fair would it be if I gave people this form and didn't take it myself? So I gave myself a form and I, you know, and I went through all here and I'm like, okay, let's pull some attention out. Let's get some goals here. And I did yes. that. So um, I'm with my assistant and I'm like, I don't think I was fair to me when I took that form because I wrote my own narrative. That's not fair. Mm -hmm. So she and I agreed 
we're gonna we're gonna redo these. We're gonna let it, we're gonna write each other's stories. Oh, that's beautiful. Because like, how fair is it that I'm not letting someone write my story? Yes, see, like you do for everybody else. Why would I do that? <clears throat> right. So yes. Part of that was me um, figuring out what to name my company. Mm. Um, I didn't fill out the name section for a long time. For a long time, and a lot of entrepreneurs focus on the name before they focus on the brand. So story is more important than the name. So as soon as somebody tells me, I'm trying to figure out what to name my company, I'm like, don't. Build the company, name it later. There you go. Because we focus too heavily on yeah. the, the name instead of the essence of what we're doing. Because mm-hmm. so you need a story to tell people. Need, <laughs> what I is the story of your anything you right. have without the story. And, and it's so amazing because I can say, you, you know, I just got through to that point mm-hmm. where I have finally named my business. And it, it's just these conversations, mm-hmm. being in this space. Part of this is a testament to about the energy from the company that you keep. Because now that the company that I'm keeping is different, I'm getting, you know, guidance and, and, and information that's helping me fly. And I, it's, it's, she was just telling that story. I just gotten to the point where I decided to, on this name, and I guess I should say it now because I'm kind of procrastinating. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm yeah. looking at Andrew with the face. So I decided, because that's exactly what happened, right? I, I had to get, once I began to get crystal clear about my intention with this podcast community and what I'm doing, then I got to be more connected with the name. I thought about, I'm, I'm a person in my family who's done the genealogical research. And um, I wanted it to be something that was reflective of, of me, really, and the, my blackness, <laughs> really, of my black, I mean, just black of, of that, but also something that is meaningful and inspiring. And I thought about um, one of my earliest slave relatives that came here, enslaved Africans, um, the first one that we have recorded on my dad's side, her name, she was given the name Darkie. That's the name she was given um, when, upon coming here. And uh, what she did in turn, um, I had to sit with that for a minute because that name is so heavy. Um, but what she did in turn is when she had a son, she named her son, and God forbid, so sorry if I'm saying this wrong, but Boaso, B-O-A-S-O. She named him that, and I happened to look it up, and it's the name of a town in Ghana. And it 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 it's kind of came to me that she likely there's you know I can't say for sure but there's a likelihood that she would have given him that name to as a reminder of where she came from because of what was done to her her name you know Darkie imagine being taken away and then you're just given something like that so I thought about that name something a name for how we came here my intention for the community is for people to heal and grow beyond our traumatic experiences. And I thought, what better way to honor my ancestor than to give a name, use that name as a company that's kind of set up to bring people together, particularly people of color, um, along with our allies, but to grow for the purpose of becoming better people, to becoming better entrepreneurs, to becoming locked, unlocked from some of this generational trauma that we've experienced in our lives. And as much as I talk about it, it proliferates everything, almost every show. But we're here talking about business and just calling attention to the fact that both of you ladies expressed that you had your breakthrough when you realized you needed to heal. 
And that's why I want to create that space for healing. Mm. But see, that's a story. Yeah. She can do something with that brand. Right. Yeah. That, there's, there's a story. There's a story to tell. There's intention. There's yes. intention. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that yeah. draws people in. Right. That's what we don't realize. It's like, what is the story I need to tell to draw the people who are mine? The yeah. people who will be lit up because I'm talking. That's mm-hmm. the people you're here to serve. Right. 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 But see, I wouldn't have come to that place had I not gotten into a place where I could really name the connection. Because for me, it was had I still been disconnected from myself, I wouldn't have really given my use the integrity that I now have towards me to really honor me. What it what it really reflected, I I, because that blackness is important to me. Mm -hmm. My cause may be, you know, uh, so many things, but that that part of my identity is important. You know what I mean? So it was only through the experience of getting unlocked in that regard that I see it. And it was only through the experience. And I'm pointing at, because each it's my interactions with both of these people that have brought me to this place where I've been able to have this clarity, this level of clarity and understanding. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy. Yes. Beautiful. I'm so happy too. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, 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 there's rough moments, right? We have rough moments where like you have to accept that you've got to, Another person on the show, another, another uh, a different another species being. They're not going anywhere, but you know, again, right, right. You know, it just it, when you have energy that around you that supports your intention, yes. then you, you you're really creating the path for yourself to. I, to oh, okay. I appreciate mm-hmm. Adrian bringing the topic of resistance because mm-hmm. we don't trust that voice that flows. We we we. we feel the resistance and we push through it we don't honor it you know we we don't honor the resistance we're like oh that's just you know we've gotten especially women specifically black women we've gotten Mm -hmm. so used to just pushing through like to the point i believe that the people who could push through the hardest were the ones who survived and then we learned that Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that's the Mm -hmm. theory and i'm sticking to it wow Mm -hmm. because that's what we saw that i know that's who i learned it from and when Mm -hmm. i talk when i go deep in the conversation with my mother and she Mm -hmm. sees me doing things that I shouldn't be able to do. She's like, back up, back up. Well, Ma, <laughs> who taught me to go? Now, I, I felt, I've always felt like I've had to feel my grandmother's shoes, and she worked hard, single mother in the 60s, you know. Wow. It was different. You know? And I, yeah. because of that, I took on a lot of masculine traits because I was taught that you got to take care of you. There was mm-hmm. a lot of fear-based, no love, you know, it was always survival. That was the whole background. But then when I started healing from that and you know what? Maybe maybe I should talk to my dad. Let me let me heal from that. You know, maybe I should open up. Mm-hmm. And that's what allowed me to let some of that resistance go. Mm-hmm. To where when I'm getting into a bad situation, or not even a bad situation, just one that's not for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say bad, one that's not for me. I feel it mm-hmm. and yes. I move away from it. And that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, sometimes because we can stay too long or we get involved and in, we we engage in the wrong relationships, mm-hmm. you know, business relationships, because this person is a friend, but we're not really enforcing the boundaries mm-hmm. that we need to enforce to really preserve all of that. Um, so, yeah, all, the, all of those things are really important. Well, we haven't learned to trust our own inner knowing. Oh, right. Because we this whole pushing through and overriding mm-hmm. when you don't when you don't have this relationship with yourself, you constantly override yeah. your inner knowing. And so <laughs> you have to learn how to trust your own inner knowing, mm-hmm. even with, you know, it, especially in business relationships, right? Mm-hmm. To say, oh, okay, so maybe we shouldn't go in that direction. <laughs> yeah, trusting your own. Maybe we should yeah. just be friends. Mm-hmm. 
And maybe I should look for some, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's something yeah. to yes. try and work out. Like if she, yes. if we're getting into something and she's like, I'm not really feeling it. And I'll be like, well, let's, let's, let's professionally at least extend every aspect to say we did what we were supposed to do. But right. We know how this is going to go. Right. Let's exit this professionally. Right. Yeah. You're not feeling it. Yeah. I'm not feeling it. Right. Right. Let me see how we're feeling about it. I right. see why you're not feeling it. Right. Yes. And right. Counts. Mm-hmm. It counts. It no, counts. I'm used to it having does. to override. It's just, keep your feelings out of business. That's what. Right. And that's how we override. We override. Right. Yes. Right. But then that teaches us, right, to disconnect from what we really know yes. is true. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, that, and then we, to keep us. And it's like a, a mechanism because it really, if we listen to our intuition, it'll keep us out of a lot. Yes. It really yes. will. Yeah. And one thing I noticed, Ty, I did look at because Tyree did the form because I, I have my clients follow up mm-hmm. annually. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Mm-hmm. I did the form last year, so Ty's the first one to retake it. So, um, I do I do have to chat with her about that. But one thing I did notice, um, when she first started out, there was a lot of we language in her form because she had a partner, and mm-hmm. it was a lot of community and a lot of us and a lot of, mm-hmm. it wasn't Ty-focused. Mm-hmm. This time she did the form, it was a completely, wow. completely different analysis yes. of Ty's plan. Yes. Completely. Then I read over it like this, I can do something. Yes, we are. Yes. I believe it. Yes. I do. I do. I Thank you that. so much. So we're running out of time, but I've got to ask you both, um, what would be your parting thoughts? I see Coco's given her parting thought already. So what would be your parting thought, Latrice, um, sorry, Lachey, if you wanted to uh, share with somebody, you know, what are Three top things they should do Three if they want to get started. I'm going to try not to rant. Um, first, control your narrative. Mm-hmm. They really take ownership of how you feel about yourself and what you tell people about yourself. And what, more importantly, what you're telling you about you. Mm-hmm. Um, always keep your goals in the front. Mm-hmm. Do not make excuses for your goals. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself like an employee for your company. The same way you would hold... Um, Joe Smith accountable for coming up, showing up late, hold yourself mm-hmm. accountable. The mm-hmm. same way you would hold Joe Smith accountable for not sending that email, write yourself up. I'm just saying. Hold, because these are the systems that will be in place when you hire somebody else. Mm-hmm. This is your standard. This is your brand. So, see, I don't even know if that was three things. I knew that was I three things, yes. <laughs> You've got control your narrative. Okay. Um, um, uh, control what you tell yourself about yourself. Uh, which is part of that first one. Mm-hmm. Um, always keep your goals to the forefront and hold yourself accountable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and one more thing, money. Money. Plans what? over money. Plans over money. You need plans both. over money. But plans over money. Yeah. Plans over money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Adrian, what about you? Um, the first thing I would say is what we've been talking about this time, this healing piece, mm-hmm. is mastering your own healing. <laughs> being, being willing to recognize that that's actually the most important piece. Like, if mm-hmm. I can start to master my own beliefs, mm-hmm. then I can leverage all of that to hit the next level mm-hmm. in who I am. Um, and then the second thing would be the piece we talked about with resistance is being able to just flow and mm-hmm. recognize that we have got to stop pushing against and just go with mm-hmm. <laughs> and just allow ourselves to, just like we're on a, you know, I've never been on a surfboard, but just like when you're in the water. Right? You just go. You just flow. You actually don't have a lot of power to control where the water takes you. Mm-hmm. To some extent you do, right? But you don't have a lot of power over the water. Just flow with it and let it go. Right. Right? 
And and I love what Latrice, I just want to piggyback off that. It's like show up for your own business just like you would for everybody else's business. Mm-hmm. That is like the most important thing. We don't do that for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We show up for other people more than we will show up for ourselves. Yeah. And if we show up for ourselves first, that will determine the standard, like she said, of how our business will run. Mm. Wow. And that's something, what you just said about um, about the water just kind of remind me about the resistance and the flow because boy resistance was a big part of my problem wasn't it (laughs) (laughs) i can laugh because it was um but you know when you said that it really makes me realize water is such a powerful force it's calm and it's soothing but it's so powerful you will never fight a wave and and that's what surfers say they don't fight they go with it you got to go with it you have to go with it yes yeah, you do. Yeah. I thank you all so much for sharing your expertise. Um, I'm hoping that somebody got something great out of this, you know, uh, by us sharing. I know I got I something did. great. <laughs> <laughs> right. I did. You know, so um, I, I hope that everybody else did, too. So um, if you did get something great, listen, I want you to give us our feedback. Give us some feedback. Comment. Comment on the post. Uh, you know, hit us up, official D, of dot, dot, official D of D on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, and join our community at officialdfd.com. I will see you all next week. And remember, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Be intentional with your plans and manifest your best. See you next week. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our show. Tune in every Sunday at 3 p.m. at officialdfd.com. Follow us on social media at officialdfd. Your dynamic, your dialogue. Come get some.